What's up, everyone? And this is Next Level Thinking. What's up, everyone? We have another fantastic episode giving you great value, energy, and much more. It's, of course, your host, Chris Holmes on Next Level Thinking. And I have a special guest by the name of... Keturah Rosado. Awesome, awesome. Look at that million-dollar smile. Look at the smile. It's doing all kind of energy. <laughs> so go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about yourself as we just drop kind of bombs about your information and much more. Yeah, definitely. Well, first of all, Chris, thank you so much for having me here on the show. Thanks for inviting me. And thanks um, for this opportunity to you know, speak to your audience. Um, you know, me, life has always come at me much faster than I've ever wanted it to. Um, and I would always say that my greatest potential, I always discovered it when my back was against the wall. Um, you know, I got through life that way and I got to a point where I got tired of, of always feeling like my back is against the wall and I, I needed some shifts to happen. Um, and that's really where a lot of my personal reflections, which ended up um, really much from a whole lot more than just personal, that's when it started to move and, and I discovered many aspects to worth, identity, confidence, um, and purpose that have really shifted the trajectory for me. Exactly. And you know, it's interesting that you brought that up. It's like sometimes your best comes out of you when your back is against the wall. It's like the firefly, like you better figure this out or else. <laughs> you know. But it's a lot of, I mean, it goes to like the same kind of message of you have to get outside of your comfort zone. Because so many of us like to be so comfortable. Like, I'm used to doing a routine. You know, I know what to expect. But as soon as you make something uncomfortable, you're like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Why, why are we going this way? <laughs> yep, yep. Cool, cool, cool. So let's go about in a little bit more in depth, knowing more about you. So where is this person from? You know, we all, I got you on the, the show. So let, let's go to the roots. Like, where you from? Like, how did you come up? <laughs> we could go there. Um, you know, my roots are really underneath a mango tree, you know. Um, I grew up on a very small island in the Caribbean, St. Lucia. And yeah, it's a Caribbean girl, you know. <laughs> but yeah, my first 16 years were very of life were very, very simple. Um, and there were some aspects to it that that had some complications too. Um, but on the heels of a breakup between my mom and dad, which was really the end of a lot of tumultuous um, encounters for her, uh, on the heels of that, I found myself um, having to leave my home and come to this country, to America. And um, again, uh, it was one of those back against the wall situations, but I got married very young. I was 19 when I got married. I learned a whole nother language for love. Uh, because oh, <laughs> <laughs> not for the sake of my husband. <laughs> yeah, it was not for the sake of my ex-husband, but it was um, his grandmother. She didn't speak English, so I learned uh, how to speak fluent Spanish to communicate with her because I loved her very much. Um, but a lot of a lot of the decisions I made in my twenties were based on um, survival, if you will. And so as I grew and as I developed and transitioned, what 
my niece started changing and, and, and our values as I started growing, those things were not in alignment anymore. And I found myself. I'm, I'm glad you brought that because I'm going to dive in real quick. So, because a lot of people like to kind of hold on to close friends and people when they're trying to like going through their transition or, you know, leveling up. Yeah. And um, I continue with your story, but I want to go a little bit more in depth first of like, sometimes you have to learn how to let go because <laughs> that's so hard for so many people. <laughs> I know, I gave, I gave you like 10 different things in like two minutes, right? Um, but yeah, you know, well, I'm, you know, if, since you want me to go into detail with that, you know, I, I'll put it this way. When I was young, what I saw um, modeled at home was a lot, was based on a lot of domestic violence. And so when I got married, I was just looking for somebody who would take care of me, not beat on, not beat on me and not cheat on me. That's it. So um, like a security kind of thing, because yeah. you know what? I, I hear that a lot and it's coming more, and, and like, especially as guys, like is it, yeah, the women when it comes down to like protection, stability, when it comes down to like looking for the, uh, you know, a partner when it comes down to that. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't a gold digger. I was a, I was a productive person. I, I knew I had a lot to contribute, but a lot of, a lot of the distinctions were based on poor identity formation. You know, uh, I didn't have a strong enough identity. I didn't have a, a grounded identity, if you will. Um, I run a company called Momentum Woman, and our motto is a woman who's grounded and secure in her uncompromised identity can turn any crisis into a celebration. But these things I didn't discover until, you know, later on in life and, and, and really doing the work on myself and digging deep. Um, but yeah, you know, but, you know, basically going back to the growth aspect of things as I started growing, discovering, um, you know, and just really blossoming, the, the differences created more conflict until the marriage ended. Um, thankfully, you know, we had four children together and we were able to maintain a healthy um, parental relationship, even if our marriage... I know, that was a challenge among itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Um, and it it, 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 it it didn't just happen, you know. It takes work, it takes commitment. Um, it takes really setting your priorities in order so that you really focus and maintain um, what's important to the welfare and well-being of your children. And I think because both of us came from broken homes um, where our parents were not necessarily the primary source of um, identity when it came to how a marriage should work and how a family should work, then we wanted to give our children something different. Um, so, so that really... I think was the impetus for both of us being able to say, you know what, let's put our differences aside and make it work. I want to go a little bit more on to that little the point that you made of like coming from a broken home. So go a little bit more in depth. And the reason why I'm saying that because a lot of us have come, like we may not have like the perfect life. I mean, nobody has a perfect lifestyle, but we have our things that we overcome through adversity. But uh, what I'm seeing more and more uh, from my like, own experience and watching others because we learn from each other is. A lot of that baggage or pain, we keep carrying it, or we may project it to the next person or project it to our next, you know, career and not even be aware of it. So I want you to go a little bit more depth into that so you can get 
put a tremendous amount because that's like a like a hush hush subject that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I'll say this, Chris, it's a choice. It truly, truly is a choice. I have a brother who. Um, my oldest brother actually walked me down the aisle when I got married the second time. The first time I eloped, it was just me and him, and my mom was there. And we were like, "Yeah, we're doing this, right?" <laughs> <laughs> the second time around, um, I had a wedding. I invited people. I had a bridal party. All of that. And my brother, many times, I would say to him, "You know, you're such a good dad. You're so many amazing things." And he would say to me. Well, I just decided that I would be the opposite of what I experienced. Ooh. And but but you you find people who make their experiences the reason they can't, right? They make their experiences the excuse. And yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. What you mean like they make the sphere oh, I get you, but go expand even more. Like sure, sure. Yeah, ahead. like they'll say, you know, the reason I can't do this is because you know nobody was ever there for me. I didn't oh, have this, uh, I didn't have didn't... <laughs> yeah. she, she was like, No, no, look, I'm gonna be real with this one. <laughs> I read about unapologetic. Come on, <laughs> right? I didn't have this in life, I didn't have that. You know, the white man's holding me down, like, like, let's, yeah, listen, the whole, the whole enchilada. Oh, and and oh, while, <laughs> while there are truths, um, truths in what we've all experienced, um, experienced, what I've learned and discovered is that. It's about your identity. You know, it's it's really about who who do I want to be and what are the beliefs in life that I'm going to have to embody that are consistent with that identity. From those beliefs, what are the stories that I'm telling myself to reinforce those beliefs? Right? And then going down, it's well, what are the skill sets that I need to have? What are the characteristics I personally need to embody? And finally. What is the environment that I want to be in so that that identity, uh, you know? And so if I if I told you how I grew up, like I grew up basically on afternoons, I didn't have to smoke weed to be high. I just had to walk home. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it this way to you. I just had to walk home, you like know, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm gonna be gonna find out real quick. Tell me on that one. I mean, I don't even need to say much more. But then I knew when I got into my home what it is that I didn't want to do or be, right? And mm-hmm. what are some of the things that needed to happen? I had to develop and and you know, back then as a child, you don't you don't you don't have the Vocabulary like mindset and personal absorbing. Yeah, you know, and and back then all people said was, "Oh, she thinks she's she thinks she's better than us." But it wasn't about thinking you're better than anybody. It's knowing that there's something more that you're capable of. Knowing that that you were made, you 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 were made and created and put here on this planet for so much more than just a little bit that sometimes life affords you. Um, knowing what to do to propel yourself forward, using the faculties that you have, the gifts that you have um, on the inside of you and, uh, and not allowing your environment to hold you back, but looking, being being able to see beyond and transcend the circumstances, right? Um, and so these are some of the things that 
that are now coming to full circle for me. And I'm seeing myself even in, in, especially in the professional space, when I'm working with clients, I'm seeing that all of these experiences, they've helped to shape a narrative that I can utilize to help my clients understand what they're, what they're, what they're actually dealing with. Cause I realized location, geography, race, all of these things, they don't matter. They're just like a. Say that again. Got to say it again. You just can't say it like that. I mean, for real. Like where I was born, um, my my age, my race, all of those things. They're just contexts that you could put it into, so that you can have a discussion. My husband is a pastor of a church, and you know, my church is predominantly vanilla. And I'm always explaining things from a chocolate perspective, and I tell them, hey. Don't let the chocolate trip you up. Like, take yourself and put yourself in this story for the context that you live in, you know, for the context of life that you experience. Because it's not so much about just the one thing. It's just my context gives you a richer perspective um, to look at it through. Um, so, 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 you know, just kind of bringing it into, <laughs> bringing it into your theme of purpose. Um, you know, I realized that the things that I've gone through, they were not necessarily to, to break me, but to give me context for the work that God put me on this planet to do, you know? Yep. Wrap it up in a nice bow. When you hit on something that doesn't sound like a course among yourself is no matter your race, location, and all that much more, you decide who you want to be. And we forget that so many times because we allow the media, you're this person, your friends, you're this person. Now, of course, we learn. You got to go through this journey, you know, making the mistakes, have our achievements so much more, you mold all that much more. But the main thing is, at the end of the day, choose who you are. Be yourself. Don't put on this front because what I see happen a lot is people put this front on for so long, but then that's like their soul is like, what the heck are we doing? And then again, you know, you know how that goes. Yep, yep, yep. And, and, and you know, that's why you know, even in it, that's why I've chosen the field of work that I'm in. You know, professionally as a therapist, but I decided to, um, you know, go into um, entrepreneurship as a coach because I know that there, there's, there are bio, biological factors, there are social factors, you know, um, like we, we're not going to ignore that there are issues in the world to face, right? And just naturally as human beings, we deal with things a certain way. And you're kind of like, you, you cannot solve a problem out of the box with inside the box thinking, right? So you have to kind of come out, yeah, you have to come out of the box. And so, with coaching, I, you know, I get an opportunity to show, um, you know, clients how to take what they're dealing with and look at it from a different perspective so that they get better solutions and get it faster. Um, and so I don't want to negate the fact that people have realities that, um, that impact and affect their lives on a daily basis. But I just, you know, it's my hope to always share with people that, listen, you have so much more on the inside of you and you're, you're so much more capable than you realize. It's just about tapping into it, you know? Exactly. It's a matter of just tapping into it. And it goes back to what we're saying, too. It's like the choice is yours. Yes. <laughs> are you going to allow somebody to pretty much puppet you and guide you this way? Or are you going to be like, cut this off? I'm walking on my own. I don't need you. Yeah. So... 
what is like what was the turning point to like transitioning you to like what you're doing today because we have all the you know great value of course you increase and you're not gonna have to find to make for something that you, you guys <laughs> i'm just thinking about it now i need to i'm, I'm, I'm by galveston you know i see the beach but now i got a caribbean and everybody hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. but what was the the huge turning point that really said i need to do this yeah for me it was it wasn't one specific thing it was more like stumbling stumbling through life and getting tired right um, professionally, I've always been someone that I do great on the job. People love me. I'm able to provide great value, great service. But I just found that in my own personal life, there were emotional, um, a lot of emotional um, baggage that I was dealing with. Um, and while I was able to do a good job, it was like I was putting on for the world. And then when I came home, it was a mess. And I thought to myself, like, you, that's not, you know, like, that's not, you're, you're, you're spending. Like, you know, you hit one of those things where people are like, I got to put on for this, you know, I got to be real. <laughs> I got to be real, you know what I'm saying? I got to rip my, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it was just a lot of that, you know. And then I found myself. Um, and it was one specific, you know what, I, I could I could draw it back to one encounter. Um, I was working as a clinical um, case manager, went to a home of a family, and the mom, they were doing well as a family, they had everything, but the mom and the daughter, their relationship was suffering, and the daughter felt like, I'm parenting, I'm parenting my mom. Wait, the daughter is parenting the mom, that's... Yes, yes. And while I was there doing the work, I thought to myself, you're out here saving people's families, but your children silently suffering and you don't even know it. Are there things that they're not really able to tell you because they don't feel like they can be vulnerable with you without you coming at them? Um, and I started taking inventory of my life because remember, I had been through a divorce, I'd gotten remarried, and there were a lot of things that were restructuring around my family life that I just felt like, I wanna make sure that I know that I know that I know. And so I started working on the different areas um, because then I just didn't wanna see what I saw happening in that home happening to me one day. Um, and it just developed into my own personal development Lots and lots of inner healing that took place. And then from there, it just started basically happening with other people asking me, like, hey, how do you, how, you know, and I, I was sharing my story a lot. Um, and then people just started asking me to come speak at their events. They started asking me um, to come do workshops. And then I was like, you know what? This is, this is a thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, a lot of your things, um, big things, and one of them was a lot in your own way of in, inside healing, which is one thing you must do because before it's like, we use words like money, you got to start with the, the man in the mirror yourself. So, before you make a huge impact or be able to pull up somebody else, you got to pull yourself up. I don't know why, somewhere in uh, most of us, when we grow up, we think that, like, okay, 
I may be down, but let me help somebody else. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. So if, if you're sinking and I'm sinking, ain't nobody about to get out of this. Just <laughs> get yourself together and then help me out. So that's another huge thing. Uh, I call it self humility. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know it, but that's what it is, you know. And uh, it's and let's be honest. I'm trying to say and it's, no, I forget. I'm trying to say how it is. Just say it out. I feel like when we say be humble and the humility thing, of course, be kind and nice to others. But at the same time, we hold ourselves back from being the light that we should be to actually uplift somebody who needs to see it. Because we're like, you can have like the, the biggest breakthrough right in your hand. You're like, oh no, 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 I just wanna, you know, forget it right here. I, I don't want I don't wanna make so and so feel bad or so and so feel like I'm doing too much or I can be have this great talent, music, photo, video, whatever you need, you have been given to you. And you're like, I don't know, I don't want to showcase it. I want to be the best person as all you trying to be talking to. So yeah. the mic is yours. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, it goes back to what you said earlier about um, comfort zones, right? We, and, and that's a human, it's, it's just such a brain-based behavior. So I love, I love neuroscience, just so you know. Um, you know, but it's, it's one of those brain-based behaviors. But really, when we're saying, I'll be humble, I'll this, I'll that, what we're actually saying is, I'm not going to venture out into the discomfort of what it would be like to be alone, to be standing alone, because we all want friendship. We want validation. And so... Mm -hmm. The to shine, yeah, to, <laughs> to shine, then the, there's a possibility that the validation we get from just fitting in that we're going to lose. And so mm. our brain, again, is just wanting to know, well, what's the one thing that I can do to keep you safe? So if you're thinking about safety as opposed to purpose, then you're not going to fulfill your purpose because when you're fulfilling your purpose, majority of the time, you're standing, yes, yes, it's uncomfortable, you're standing alone, and there's a lot of unknowns. It's in stepping out that you build the courage. You don't get courage to step out. You step out and the courage comes. Um, and then you, your brain goes, oh, okay, that worked. Then you do it again. And then your brain says, oh, wait a minute, there's something to this here, right? And then, <laughs> and then you bring endorphins and hormones and, 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 and other chemicals that, that come when you're feeling euphoria and then your, your brain starts to go, oh, wait, 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 oh, hold on, let's try this again, let's try this again. But then until you say, you know what, it might be uncomfortable. And guess what? I'm not even there. And one of the things I wanted to say is a lot of people think that they have fear of failure, but fear of failure, it's the opposite. It's fear of success because then- Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold, hold on, you just ran up the whole church house. Yeah, you <laughs> ran up the schools. You messed up somebody's teaching. They just probably made a whole note about that. You just threw that, that out gonna, the window. That was your whole sermon. For, you know, that was the sermon you were gonna break apart into an eight-part sermon. Well, let up uh, eight-part series. It's really fear of success that people have because there many times people have such um, a deflated self-image that they are not confident that, that, that even if they don't have the answer today, the answer will come tomorrow. So I rather not experience the one success 
and then be shamed for the rest of my life than to experience it and then I have nothing else to follow it up with. And so if we can start saying, whoa, hold on, you're so much more capable than you think you are. Um, you know, and, and understanding that the one success is going to perpetuate itself in that every time you experience one level or layer of success, it's a new you that you're forming. Transformation. Right? Yes. Yes. So it's a new you. And 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 the next level success is gonna come from that identity, not the identity that you're at right now. And so when we start to think, oh wait, let's really just take all of that stuff off and understand that it's about going, like the Bible says, from faith to faith and from glory to glory, we got this. Yes. Yeah. What can you say after that? <laughs> the whole building have the, the, the professors are like, wait a minute, did this mess up my whole lecture? I made a whole PowerPoint presentation and now my students look at me crazy. But when it really comes down, even when it comes to innovation and progressing, we're so used to sticking to old ways, traditional thoughts, we've been taught to how we should walk, and then on top of that, the fear, uh, the fear of success. So you just disguising this whole thing like, no, I'm fear of failure. No, you're afraid of what something bigger may come if you step forward into it. So you just flipped everything upside down. <laughs> but, you know, the Bible tells us I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? And I love how Marissa Pierce says it. I am enough. Like That's the simple way she puts it. I am enough. And when we when we let that resonate within us where we know that, even in my flaws, even in the incompletion, even in even in what seems to be imperfect, it's still enough. It's still enough because it's enough for where you are right now, and it's enough for where you're going. You know. Exactly. So, don't think she just like just randomly does this. You know, she has a podcast too. So, like, yeah, I'm gonna throw it out there. She had a couple of times. Uh, uh, what was that podcast? In the lightness, really the Momentum Woman Podcast. <laughs> for all the women out there, being unapologetic too. She gonna make it hurt, like it or not. <laughs> but tell us more about the podcast. Yeah, you know. So you know, I for me, it's all about your personal power and freedom. It's about unlocking your potential. It's about being able to transcend limitations and business and life and relationships. And so, um, you know, on the podcast, we talk a lot about some of the internal things that we deal with, the challenges that can either hold us up and what to do. What are some of the tactical and strategic steps that we can take to, to, to remove those limitations and to step into um, all that God has us, you know, um, I, I don't I don't take a religious approach when I'm on the podcast, but because I have a Christian worldview, it kind of comes in there, you know. It it just weaves itself into there, but um, but yeah, I, I try to focus a whole lot on um, you know, the personal growth part of things and the development, the transformation, um, as well. Awesome, awesome. So as we close things out, leave us with a closing statement. Like, you know, drop the mic and also let us know like where can we find you. Awesome. So you can find me on any of the three um, main social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I, I'm on Twitter as well. And the handle is Kutura Rosado. So if you look for Kutura Rosado on Instagram, 
Facebook, any of you, you'll find me there. Um, and my email address is hello at keturarosado.com, K-E-T-U-R-A-A, Rosado, R-O-S-A-T-O. Um, but, you know, if I had to leave everybody with one thing, I believe it was Paul uh, Little. Um, and he was a scholar who said, your influence like your shadow will reach places you haven't been. And I've been living by that motto for well over 15 years, uh, knowing that, you know, the little that you do is so much, is so much more what God is in it. So continue to labor because you definitely have a more profound impact on the lives of the people you're meant to serve than you may even realize. Awesome, awesome. So let those words lay heavy on your heart. <laughs> but I also want to encourage you to take it to the next level. It's your host, Chris Holmes. I always, always elevate you with great guests. And I have my special guest by the name of... Katora Rosato. <laughs> she said that with kind of sad, too. All right. <laughs> so make sure you share, subscribe much more, and comment. Keep that energy going so we can help elevate. Because it's all about helping people reach the truth the next level. Peace out and have